Welcome to BSD Talk number 179. It's Thursday, November 5th, 2009. I just have an interview for you today, so here it is. Today on BSD Talk, we're speaking with, and forgive me if I don't quite pronounce this correctly, uh, Jacek Mashulianets. Hi. One of the reasons that I wanted to talk to you uh, was about one of the projects that you've been working on, which is the Open SMTPD for yep. uh, OpenBSD. So before we, we wander onto that topic, though, maybe you could describe what you do and how you became interested in computers and open source software. Okay. So my name is Jacek, and I live in the uh, London area in England. And I got my first computer around 10 years ago, and it was mainly for gaming. But then I started using Usenet, and it is, I think, on Usenet that I first heard about this thing called Linux. Uh, so it wasn't a long time since I, before I became a system administrator. And so I been, I've been using Linux for uh, around five years, trying various different distributions, but was never really uh, satisfied with any of them. So after some time, I decided to uh, search for some alternatives. And... It was the BSDs that I've tried the first. I think I never tried NetBSD, but I did try free and open BSD. And I stuck with open because at the time I was uh, solving a problem for, for my network. I was uh, administrating a small ISP at the time. And uh, I had a traffic shaping problem, which I couldn't really solve that well with Linux. I think... The reason I chose OpenBSD back then was because the OpenBSD old queue system was much easier to configure on OpenBSD than on FreeBSD, and that's how I started, yes. Do you remember what version of OpenBSD that was? Uh, I think it was around 3.8, 3.9. And how did that lead into programming and, and developing for OpenBSD? Well, once OpenBSD has fulfilled all my administration needs, I became a little bored. So uh, I decided I wanted to learn a little bit about how those little programs I, I've been using, how they work um, under the hood. So I read a couple of books, and then I was looking for a material for an operating system which I could use as a uh, for study. Uh, so I was OpenBSD user already, but I was looking also at other systems, GNU among them, and I found that GNU source code is completely unreadable. Like, little programs like LS or PS, the style, the format they use, it's just, I cannot read it. Uh, so I tried, I've looked at how OpenBSD source code looks like, and it seems the simplest, the smallest, the most compact of all I've seen, yeah. So eventually you, I guess, wandered into helping out with a mail transfer agent. Right, yes. So it was after I read a big book by Richard Stevens about Unix API, I was looking for a project to 
to train my programming skills on. And it was about when I finished reading that book, the Open SMTPD was imported to the Open PSD source tree. So I started reading the all the infrastructure code, like the iMessage framework, the buffer routines. Then I started studying the server side, the the side that talks with SMTP with the clients, and uh, eventually started submitting fixes. And there were so many of them, I I was given an account. So as a administrator of an ISP, I'm yeah. guessing that you that you're relatively familiar with. SMTP daemons, and you had a particular set of needs? Uh, yes, indeed, but they were rather small. I never administered a complex uh, mail system. So uh, what I'm focusing on with OpenSMTPD is to have a small, compact, lean alternative to send mail. Would you say that that's the primary goal of this project? Well, uh, that's, that's my goal. That doesn't mean that uh, more advanced features aren't going to happen. For example, the plugin infrastructure has been planned in from the beginning. So even though I'm not ever going to use it, I'm sure it will it will happen in in OpenSMTPD. Yes. So when you say the plugin, are you you're saying something similar to the Milter plugin systems for SendMail? Yes, exactly. So at this point, how usable is OpenSMTPD? I use it on my server, but I'm aware of all of its little problems, and I know what it doesn't do, and I know how to compensate for it. But I wouldn't recommend it for general use in production yet. It can receive mail, it can send mail, it can forward. It's got pretty advanced and yet quite simple configuration file format. Is that the same or similar format to the PF configuration file format? It is very similar, yes. It makes you view your mail system as a kind of filter. So uh, whether the message gets delivered locally or relayed via remote uh, gateway depends entirely on which rule was was matched during the SMTP session. I think a lot of the recent uh, daemons that have been written on OpenBSD mm-hmm. have taken a, a common style, which is a privilege-separated set yep. of daemons that work together. Is this the same thing for OpenSMTPD? We share a lot of code and ideas with with other daemons, like all the well-known routing daemons, uh, BGPD, SPFD. We share uh, some ideas with with the popular SSH implementation that OpenBSD provides. So, yes, it's, it's a typical standard OpenBSD daemon which means privilege separation and privilege drop where possible. Small code, code, compact code, iMessage, buffer API, which is used everywhere across the OpenBSD servers. Yeah. And are you taking advantage of anything that's particularly specific to OpenBSD, or do you think this is reasonably portable to other systems? Uh, some bits are very unportable. For example, when we're dealing with the uh, authentication, SMTP auth extension. Uh, this is where differences between the operating systems show up. But I think, on the whole, it should be pretty portable. Uh, I know there's a working port for FreeBSD and NetBSD, but nothing for, for Linux or other systems yet. 
Now, anytime somebody mentions SMTP auth, I also think about the Start TLS extensions. Do you support crypto? Uh, yes, the crypto is supported on the server and client side. We don't do client certificate yet, certificate authentication yet, but that will be implemented. And what about support for virtual hosting? We've got basic support for it. You can do it SendMail style where you have a uh, virtual definition file where all your uh, virtual uh, domains are specified. But we plan to make it even more flexible so that you can make SMTPD look up the uh, virtual domains from any backend, be it a SQL uh, database or flat file, uh, hashed file. We are trying to make it flexible. And when mail is received, uh, you know, one thing is when I think about mail systems is how it's finally delivered to disk, you know, through something like proc mail. And how it's delivered to disk, I guess, also decides what kind of mailbox format, you know, whether you've got the traditional Unix mbox format or whether you have other types of mailbox formats that might be more efficient for thousands or millions of messages. Do you have that those options? Well, one can deliver to any format one wishes because we support delivery to external program. So as soon as you pipe the message body, uh, the message content to the program standard input, you can write any program which delivers it anywhere. However, out of the box, we support mailbox and maildeer. And are any of your configuration files the same as SendMail configuration files? I'm, I'm thinking about the aliases file. Oh, that one. Yes. However, the aliases are not strictly a part of of the daemon. It's just, it's more like a compatibility layer with, with those familiar with SendMail. It is in no way a requirement to use it. So we provide this layer called maps, and each rule can uh, that, that message can match uh, uh, can have a alias parameter specified. If it is not specified, then no no form of rewriting happens. But if it is, if the alias parameter points at a defined map, then that map, which as I said earlier, it could be a flat file, hashed file, SQL database, that map is being used for rewriting of the addresses. And if someone wants to test this, is this part of the default installation with OpenBSD now, or do you have to compile it? It's been shipped with the 4.6 release of OpenBSD. However, I do not recommend using it, because there were many fixes in current since the time of release. So I recommend going to CVS and grabbing the latest source code, which has the latest fixes and the latest features. And besides Open SMTPD, are you working on any other projects within OpenBSD or in the open source world? Yes. I had little involvement in the project by Marco Pirabum called Epitome. It is essentially a deed application engine for, for Unix. I use it mainly for backups because it lets me uh, store my backups in a very efficient manner. What it does is uh, splits each file into chunks, which are then hashed using SHA-1 and stored in a backend of your choice. It could be a raw disk, it could be a uh, Unix folder or SQL database. So that every subsequent archive or backup session will not store those chunks which you have hashed and stored in the past. 
So only the the changed parts of the files are stored. That has nice features because the chunks they are compressed. So what you could do so far with Unix was use rsync and hard links to achieve similar effect. So that when you're making another a new backup, uh, the files that have not been changed they are simply hard linked to those from the older backup. However, uh, this means that a small change to a file will create a new copy of that whole file and not just the and not of just the portion which was changed. And also, you cannot compress it. So this is what what I've been doing for for a while uh, before switching to Epitome. It also has this nice advantage that when you're uh, when you want to extract a file which is in the middle of the of the archive, you don't have to wait for tar to read half of the tar file, which can take a while, just to get to the to the part of the file which which holds the content you're interested in. Yeah, so I've got a simple needs. It's it's a much more powerful mechanism, and I know Marco has bigger plans for it, but that's, that's what I'm using it for. I can imagine it would be wonderful to be able to deliver mail to that system, so when somebody, <laughs> when somebody at my organization sends a picture of a kitten to everybody at the organization, I'll, exactly. I'll only store it once. <laughs> yeah. Well, great. Well, thank you for taking some time to speak with me today. Okay. I, I look forward to trying out uh, OpenSMTBD. Great. Thanks for having me. If you'd like to leave comments on the website, or reach the show archives, you can find them at bsdtalk.blogspot.com. And if you'd like to send me an email, you can reach me at bitgeist at yahoo.com. That's B-I-T-G-E-I-S-T at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening. This has been BSD Talk number 179.